You're now tuned into the Views of Voices podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Thompson, and we have a special guest, my good friend, Bob. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. So I'm Bob, Robert Pruitt, a uh, huge Titans fan, if you couldn't tell. We're here to talk <laughs> business today. So, Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Man, I'm glad you're on the show. And so, like you said, we're going to talk Titans, man. You're all about the Titans, and I wanted to get your perspective on how everything went uh, this weekend, so let's let's start it off hot, right? Let's let's let me get your opinion on the AJ Brown trade. Watching with my buddies, you know, um, little ticker rolls across. Titans trade up, so I'm thinking, all right, I want us to get a wide receiver. Um, so a bunch of them have been going, you know. Um, we're gonna get my guy. We're gonna get Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. Then somebody says, bro, they just traded AJ. They just traded AJ, and I'm like, there's no shot. Like, all offseason, A.J.'s not getting traded. He's, like, best Titans wide receiver ever in only, like, his third season. No shot he's getting traded. Then I see that he is. So mm-hmm. then it's, like, all the stages of grief. I'm, like, denial, acceptance, all that stuff right in a row <laughs> yeah. in, like, 30 seconds. But looking back on it, the fan part of me is definitely hurt a little bit. You know, favorite player, already gone. But looking at it from a business side, um, he got 100 mil contract here we go and it came out today with diana rossini that he wanted 80 mil guaranteed from the titans so he wanted a whole lot of money for a guy who gets like a thousand yards you know 60 catches a year run first offense and i know you got to pay your good players but if he wanted all that money now he probably wasn't going to sign a contract with us once it was up so i guess better to move him now as opposed to later so and then the knees kind of concern me He's had some injury history. He doesn't really stay on the field a ton, but when he's on there, he's great. So he's amazing. There's, there's pros and cons to both, but we got to move on now. So, so did he get with the Eagles? Did he get twenty four a year? How, how much did he get per year? If you know, uh, it was fifty seven. It was four year deal, fifty seven guaranteed. Team. So, what is that? I wonder what that is. Yeah. So, do you think if the Titans were to give him twenty four million dollars a year, would he be worth that type of money? Um, I mean, yes, salary cap's going up and everything. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I really don't know why they didn't do it. I, I, I just have to trust that the Titans organization knows a little more than I do. Mm-hmm. And they didn't feel like it was worth it. So, so personally, I, know. I wish we would. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so I'm thinking Derrick Henry and Tannehill in a couple of years are probably headed out anyways. So my whole plan was... They're going to phase out of their big money, pay A.J. He's like the centerpiece, you know, pass more, throw more, and all that good stuff. But I guess that's out the window. Mm. And so with Traylon Burks, I know we discussed this. It's They're both so similar, right? So do you think Traylon Burks would actually be able to fill those shoes of A.J. Brown? I mean, everything I've seen is he needs – like A.J.'s a much better route runner. He can get open downfield. Yeah. Um, better receiver all the way around but once you get him the ball he's really hard to tackle which is kind of what the titans do like derrick henry hard to tackle um malik willis hard to tackle uh traylon burks hard to tackle they just mm-hmm. want to be like this physical football team so with how much we throw i do think he can get close to that production if he's on the field more than aj was but the ceiling is just i mean who knows we'll have to wait and see yeah see i i really like traylon burks man because even when we were talking, I'm like, this dude reminds me so much of A.J. Brown. And it's kind of ridiculous. Like, 
kind of like the same body type. AJ's more thinner in a way, but it's kind of more defined. But they they are so similar, man. I, I really like Traylon Burks, man. I, I thought that pick was actually a great pick. Now, should you have traded AJ Brown? No, I don't think so. That's that's so tough, man. Just for a first round pick, just just pay the dude. Like I don't see why not. You know, I, I just don't get it. I guess Ryan Tannehill's cap cap hit. So that that's was I think that's what really killed it. I think uh, he's owed the most – or has the biggest cap hit in the NFL this year. Mm. So, out of any player in the league on the books, he uh, has the most. But looking at it, he restructured his deal like twice, I think, to kind of free up space for other people. And, I mean, we were the one seed in the AFC last year. So, you got to pay the man at some point. Yeah. It just didn't pan out. So, now we're kind of stuck with the bill. See, that sucks, man. But, but one thing that I think the Titans did a great job at – and I, I think they got lucky right here. It was one of the biggest surprises in the draft this weekend. This this player took a huge dip from being almost probably the number two overall pick to a third rounder in Malik, Malik Willis. So give me your opinion on Malik Willis and, you know, why, why do you think the Titans drafted him? So, going into the draft, I'm trying to, like, watch highlight tapes and, like, get reads on people the Titans might get. And I didn't even look at this guy because I'm like, oh, he's first quarterback taken. There's no shot we get him. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just – I mean, I know he's got sick highlights and everything, but it's a waste of my time to actually try to, like, dive into it. Um, Then Kenny Pickett goes first, and then I'm thinking, okay, maybe we get Desmond Ritter. You know, you hear a lot about that. But Desmond Ritter's comp was, like, exactly like Tannehill. Mm -hmm. And do you really want another one of those guys? Um, so, yeah, you get, like, the money savings drafting a rookie, but if they don't have the upside, is it really worth it? Yeah. So, when I saw that we got Malik Willis, I mean, you're taking the highest upside guy in the draft on a third-round deal. I don't even know what that's worth. That's um, nothing. But the, the it's just nothing but upside. So, mm-hmm. he gets to develop behind Tannehill. He's not, like, thrown into a starting position. Yeah. Um, he's got – the team around him is – pretty set i mean we can still like keep adding pieces next year and everything but i can't really think of a better place for him to be and then a better you know transitional quarterback for us and what my thing with uh quarterbacks is the afc now you've got Mahomes, josh allen herbert burrow these young Jackson, guys that are great mm-hmm. that yeah lamar too that can they themselves can keep you in a game Mm-hmm. So when you have a guy like Tannehill, he can get it done, but he needs everything to be perfect. He can't really elevate to the next level, though. Yeah. But I definitely think Malik Willis is somebody that's going to be able to do that. So we'll see. Do you guys – do you think the Titans are able to develop him into that dynamic quarterback that people think he can be? So the Titans this offseason got um, – I believe it was the old Texans offensive coordinator, uh, Tim Kelly. Mm-hmm. Not to be our OC, but as like a management position on offense – and under Tim Kelly, Deshaun Watson like cut his interception numbers in half. He said he was credited with um, scheming up things to get Will Fuller and D-Hop open down the field. Mm. So I'm really hoping that the new guy that the Titans brought in can really develop this guy, open up our offense a little bit, and take us to the top. So Okay. I'm also hoping that uh, they do sign Will Fuller. That would be a nice little addition for us. Exactly. But, uh, so. And I don't think he'll be that expensive, to be honest. Because he, he's had injury injury issues his whole career, pretty much. So, who's that? Yep, so. So, I know you said you want to sign Will Fuller. Who was, who's on the receiving group? Like, I don't, I, besides Traylon Burks, I, don't, I really don't know who who's there. 
Let's see. So, wide receiver one, Traylon Burks. Yeah. Um, wide receiver two, Nick Westbrook-Akina, who is like a third-year guy, I think, out of Indiana. Um, really underrated. I mean, he is a good receiver for the Titans, but just not somebody you want as your, your second best. Second, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's been good for us. Then we drafted uh, Kyle Phillips out of UCLA. Nice little slot guy, a little Adam Humphreys, you know, throwback. Mm, okay. Um, and then we have – Des Fitzpatrick from last year, who we got from Louisville, but he didn't play. Um, and then past that, that's really that's really about all we got, just some undrafted guys. So, so with Derrick Henry being such a huge part of your offense, do you think you can really rely on him to be as productive as he's been the last few years, or do you think the offense can be more explosive in the passing game? So, I think they learned last year. I mean, Derrick Henry's kind of like a superhuman. Never gets injured or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. Finally, you know, has a foot injury. Takes him out for quite a few weeks. But the running game, whether it was because A.J. was out there or whatever, still worked pretty well. I don't know if teams were playing it different or what. But I think, uh, I mean, we drafted Hassan Haskins, who is a running back from Michigan. And they say he's another downhill, like, no tools in the toolbox, but he'll run you over kind of guy. So I really do think they've, like, Henry's only getting older. you got to uh, just tone it back on the on the rushes just a little bit, um, give the other guy a break and stuff like that. So I do think if he's um, even close to full strength, you could put just about any wide receivers out there around him, and they're going to get open based on the respect that the defense gives him. So hopefully we can get close to that. I know a couple of years ago we were, like, top five offense in the NFL – and then we took a big yeah. step back last year for whatever reason. So we just got to get back to it. I mean, you guys were pretty damn good before Derrick Henry's um, injury, right? What, what was the record? Of, it was pretty good, isn't it? Wasn't it? I don't be, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but I know we beat – we ran like a gauntlet right there. We beat the Chiefs. We beat the Bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we beat the Colts. We beat the Rams. Just all right in a row. Just a little mini gauntlet came out on top. Um, and after that, like Deontay Foreman played pretty well, but it's just not not the exact same. So, one thing that shocked me that you said when we were talking earlier, um, you think in the next two to three years, Derrick Henry will not be on the Titans anymore. Go ahead and kind of like explain that. I mean, I think he's 28 right now. I believe 27, 28. He's got a couple years left on his deal. Um, I think we're just seeing, like, running backs have to stop playing younger and younger unless you're, like, Frank Gore or Adrian Peterson trying to come back and take a crack at it. Um, I don't believe there's any starting running backs in the league over, like, 31 or 32, and he'll be there in no time. So um, as much as I would like for the Titans to keep him, unless he takes another team-friendly discount and wants to just stay in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. I just – I feel like it's going to have to be time to move on. But um, he did just recently – there's a MLS team in Nashville, and he became like a part owner in that. So I mean, okay. he's dedicated to the city. It's just will the city be dedicated to him, which I think they should be. But Okay, so where do you see the Titans in the next three to four years with Malik Willis at quarterback and possibly, you know, more receivers to come in? I don't know. I mean, the front office the past few years has really – um, built up the defense. Like, we had a pretty good offense, and they were just kind of filling in pieces on the defense with veterans and everything. Now we've got a good young secondary, um, good young linebackers, 
defensive line's pretty much locked in. Jeff Simmons, he's going to have a big payday. But I think they've got what they want on that side of the ball. So now, just as a fan, you got to give them a couple years to see if they can do the same thing on the other side. And, I mean, if so, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with for years to come. So as long as we can keep winning the division and keep the Colts out of it, we'll be all right. Yeah, that's that's the thing right there. I think the Colts have kind of like not a a strong hand on the division because you guys have won the division the past couple of years right now, right? Mm Mm-hmm, right. So, but I think the Colts are coming, man. We got to see they're what the Titans uh, are doing. They're always you play them two times a year. There's usually one close game, one blowout, and you hope to be on the good side of both of them. So, mm-hmm. and I think you guys they are. are they're a little scary. They're a little scary, man. They always got that nice roster. Yes. Um, thankfully, Carson Wentz. You know, like you said, kind of got lucky <laughs> with him giving us the game last year. So. Yep, exactly. Which is which is honestly kind of crazy. I'm I'm kind of glad that they let him go right and got Matt Ryan. So how do you feel? I'm going to ask another question. How do you feel the Titans are going to do this year with that division, with the Colts being number one possibly? I still think the Titans come out on top. Um, Frank Reich is like kind of heralded as a great coach, but really hasn't produced a ton since the Super Bowl of Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, some way, we always seem to come out at the end of the year ahead of them. Um, I actually think... I mean, Matt Ryan's a better pure quarterback than Carson Wentz, but if you look at Carson Wentz's stats last year, his he actually didn't throw a lot of interceptions. They were bad. Interception ratio was, was pretty good. It's just the ones that he threw were super costly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matt Ryan, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of the Falcons last year, to be honest, but he's getting older. He's definitely not as mobile as Carson Wentz, and with how we've built our defense, I think our pass rush can still get after him, still cause problems. Just can we put enough points up on the other side to get it done? I think that's what every game this year is going to come down to is how many points can we score, which is simple, but yeah, you know, we'll have to see. We're going to see, man. We're going to see, man. And there we have it, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Views of Voices podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Thompson. Thank you.